Hey there everyone, welcome to another 5e guide. My name is Patrick Ferguson with Skull Splitter Dice and today we're going to be talking about the long-awaited Artificer class. Artificers are the first official class to be added to D&D 5e since the beginning. They've spent many years in playtesting before getting an official launch and for good reason. Artificers are complicated, they're versatile, and they often walk the line between being underpowered and downright broken. Let's start this video talking about Artificer Ability Scores. You'll find when building your new character that you should really prioritize intelligence. Intelligence, after all, dictates how well your spellcasting is, it dictates the Flash of Genius ability and how effective that is, and generally all of your relevant class features will rely on intelligence. You should try to get your score to a plus 3 at least, and get it to plus 4 as soon as you can. I would say prioritize dexterity next. Not only is this going to help your AC, you'll find that in order to utilize your tools, you're going to be doing a lot of dex checks. Finally, your D8 isn't bad for a spellcaster, but you're definitely going to want to boost that up, especially if you're going to go for the battlesmith archetype. Try to get a plus one bonus to constitution so that you won't be quite as squishy as most spellcasters. Wisdom, Strength, and Charisma aren't really useful to an Artificer, however I would highly recommend trying to get your Wisdom to a plus zero, at least. That way you aren't failing so many perception checks. There will be a lot of those. When it comes to choosing the best race for an Artificer, thankfully 5e is pretty flexible in this regard. You don't have to worry about getting cornered into playing a certain type of race, but I would say that there are four that stick out the best when talking about mechanical capabilities. The first one is the Gnome. So far, gnomes are the only official race to have that coveted plus two to intelligence. When it comes to spellcasting and other reliant abilities, this is an absolute godsend. Not to mention, gnomes just seem to have that kind of flavor that goes well with an artificer. Gnomes gain the gnome cunning ability, which gives them an advantage on all mental saving throws. Some would argue this is overpowered, and I'm not exactly going to tell them that they're wrong. The Dark Vision is something that I also always appreciate, and strangely enough, I would recommend a Forest Gnome as opposed to a Rock Gnome. The plus one to Dexterity is something I appreciate way more than the plus one to Constitution in this case. Next up is the Hobgoblin. They get a plus one to Intelligence, which is pretty crucial as we've established, as well as a plus two to Constitution. Their Saving Face ability is particularly strong and is kind of similar to the seventh level Flash of Genius ability. Getting this early on, along with the early martial weapons, can make Hobgoblins a very promising option for Battlesmiths. Next up is the Warforged, and in our video on them, I actually mentioned that there is some synergy to be found between the Warforged and the Artificer class. The plus two bonus to Constitution keeps you alive a lot longer, and you can select Intelligence for using that flexible plus one. Artificers are already getting a plus one bonus to their AC due to their infusion, most of the time, and with medium armor, plus two to dexterity, and a shield, they can be pretty damn tanky with a 19 AC. Make your Artificer a Warforge for that extra plus one boost, and you have a whopping 20 AC as a spellcaster. And finally, we have the Human. Take the Human variant and add plus one to intelligence and plus one to dexterity, and then just simply pick a feat that helps build your character more, and you're pretty much set. Human variants are a pretty good choice here, but just be aware that some DMs and some adventurers guilds, in fact, will ban this build. Next, let's talk about how to use your Artificer class features, starting with spellcasting. Artificers are two-thirds spellcaster, meaning that they don't have quite as many spells as a wizard or a sorcerer, but they will have more spells than a ranger or a paladin, for instance. 
you will automatically know all of the spells on an artificer's spell list, much like a cleric. The spell list may be pretty limited compared to other classes, but you also won't have to hunt down spells like a wizard would have to. You get a small number of cantrips, but you're able to swap these out whenever you level up. This is something pretty unique to the class. Finally, artificers are a little weird in terms of their spellcasting focus. You're still able to use your tools or any item that you've infused, more on that in just a second, but you're still casting though, so you're going to need an available hand to maintain focus. Do keep in mind though that you can infuse your armor or shield and use that as your spellcasting focus. It's a little weird, but just know that you need to infuse your shield or armor if you want to be able to use your hands to do something else while you're focusing. Magical Tinkering. You get to cobble together little doodads that sort of act like a better prestidigitation. You can make a magical light stick, a message recorder, or noisemaker, or the equivalent of a mage mark even. Just like prestidigitation, this is an ability that's only limited by your imagination, so you can truly come up with some genius ways to really apply this. Drop a light stick down a shaft to find its depth, or throw a noisemaker to cause a distraction. These are just a few things. Next up is Infuse Item, and this is the heart and soul of the Artificer class, allowing you to create magical items. You get a bunch of different choices, but most of them boil down to creating specific magical items, of which you can choose from a long list of great options, or adding plus one to a version of these weapons. You get to make these items during long rests, which is lightning fast by crafting standards, and you can even let your friends in the party use them. You can only specifically do that to so many items though, so check the chart, and at early levels it's probably between 2 and 3. And finally we have Flash of Genius. At level 7 this allows you to use your intelligence bonus to a check or saving throw that you or someone else has failed. This can make a huge difference, especially in heated situations. Your intelligence should hopefully be plus 4 by level 7, and plus 4 offers you a lot of dice manipulation. Now let's talk about your Artificer specialties. At third level, Artificers are able to choose their archetype, or their specialty, if you will. Essentially, you get to choose from a Healing Artificer, a Shooty Artificer, or a Smashing Artificer. Starting off with the Alchemist. Artificers already have Cure Wounds, but Alchemists gain Healing Word, which has saved countless lives from certain death in this game. At 5th level, it really comes together with the Alchemical Savant ability. In addition to your normal bonuses, you'll get to add your Intelligence modifier to any spell's healing, as well as to any spell that does either Fire, Necrotic, Poison, or Acid damage. You also get the hilarious, if unreliable, random potion in the Experimental Elixir ability. Definitely pick this up if you want to be the healer of the group, or if no one else has picked up that banner. Next up is Artillerists. They get the Eldridge Cannon ability, and yes, it's just as awesome as it sounds. You basically get to set up a turret and blast away at your enemies, or you can send waves of positive energy out to your crew. I can speak from experience that if you're on a pirate ship or some sort of setting like that, this is a pretty cool ability to have. Everything about the Artillerist is about dealing damage, so if you want to play the role of DPS, this is definitely the best option. The obvious risk is if you lose your cannon in the heat of battle, as you'll have to wait till a long rest in order to get it back. My advice to you is to either command from the rear, or if things get dicey, just get out of there. Next up is the Battlesmith. This essentially turns you into a martial class by giving you proficiency with martial weapons. Here's the kicker though. You get to use your intelligence on attack rolls and for damage. 
You also gain extra attack, which is crucial for your newfound martial character, and you also get a bunch of paladin spells that can put some extra oomph behind what are hopefully your infused weaponry. The big draw of this archetype, though, if you ask me, is the Steel Defender. This is basically a little robot pal that can join you in combat. It can't exactly do a lot of damage, but it can soak up a lot of hits that were meant for you. Your Steel Defender is easily abused, and part of the fun of this is finding out cool and insane ways to utilize both your infused items and your new robot pal. Let's close this video out with the best Artificer feats, starting with Elemental Adept. If you're going to be the damage dealer of the party, this is probably where you want to go. Artificers are able to focus very hard on specific damage types, and this will help them avoid being sidelined if a monster has a certain damage immunity. Definitely pick the acid damage if you're an alchemist, and pick fire if you're an artillerist. Next up is Lucky, and I could probably do a whole half hour video on why this is really overpowered and why more DMs should ban it. But instead, I'm just going to recommend pairing it with the Flash of Genius ability, as you'll never fail a save this way. And finally, we have Magic Initiate. As a two-thirds spellcaster, you're definitely going to find yourself pinched on spells, and could probably benefit from grabbing a few extra cantrips. If you're playing a Battlesmith, I highly recommend picking up the Green Fire Blade and the Blooming Blade. This will add a ton of damage potential to you, and it's going to be useful if you're going to be a spellcaster in the thick of battle. Artificers, at least to me, bring a certain kind of disposition to the class choices that I think was missing. They kind of remind me of something out of a Studio Ghibli film, in that they mix tech and fantasy tropes, and also bring a fresh perspective on the genre as a whole. I would love to read about what type of Artificer characters you guys plan on making down in the comments, and if any of you guys have successfully multi-classed with an Artificer before, I would definitely like to hear about that. I am deathly curious. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching this video. As always, I really appreciate it. Be sure to like and subscribe if you'd like to see some more videos from us. I'm Patrick Ferguson from Skull Splitter Dice, and until next time, farewell. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe so you never miss out.